I'm back. Sorry, it's been a minute. I actually haven't recorded anything for a couple of weeks. And just over the last couple of days, I've been thinking about why I haven't been inspired. And as I've been giving that some thought, I literally just boiled it down to, you know, where I'm at right now in my life, if I am not talking about Jesus and the goodness of God, I just don't feel like I have anything to say worth of any value. And I know this platform, I really wanted to keep it open because I didn't want people to turn it away because they don't know Jesus and they didn't feel like either they were ready to know him or ready to hear about him or wanted to hear about him. But the truth of the matter is, this is me. This is my life. Jesus has brought me through everything. He is my testimony. And I really feel like if I'm going to allow him to use me as a vessel to reach you and to speak to you and to give you direction and clarity and understanding, help you identify tools and resources within you or around you that you can use to better your life, then I have to do my part and I have to be as true and genuine as to who I am and to what I'm saying. And that is overall just sharing principles, teachings of Jesus from the Bible that we can apply to our everyday life without it being religious, with it just being the truth. So I hope you're coming into this podcast today with an open mind. And give me an opportunity to share a story in hopes to help you have a better understanding of what my mission is and how I truly believe that we can accomplish more together. So this all kind of got started by me just really thinking about my childhood. So my mother was raised Mormon and my father was not raised anything. So. My mother met my father, they were like 17, 18 years old, and they fell in love. My mother left the church at that time, and my parents got married. They've been married for 40-something years. They have a beautiful and amazing marriage, and I respect them very much. In our household growing up, there was never any discussions or talk of God or Jesus. There was never any biblical standards that were put into place. It was almost as if... It was almost as if it just, it didn't exist. Like it wasn't wrong or it wasn't right. It just wasn't, it was absent. And I really feel like because of that, I went through my life very lost. I was a very, very lost soul. I always knew there had to be a God. I always knew that there had to be something bigger. There had to be something out there that I wasn't aware of or didn't understand. I always knew that. But I had no idea what it was. I didn't know what any of it meant. And I didn't know how fulfilling and satisfying that Jesus is until I found him, of course. But as a child, I was looking for validation in all of the wrong places because I was searching for things that were trying to fill me. And of course, it was like chasing the wind, right? Everything I ended up coming to was just a dead end. There was no fulfillment there. There might have been temporary satisfaction there, but it always faded away. And I never understood why I couldn't ever get anything to stay. Nothing was 
concrete. There was no foundation for me to build anything off of. And it wasn't because my parents didn't love us or my parents were, you know, oblivious or they didn't, uh, they, they were bad people or anything like that. It was simply just because they, they didn't know how to teach because they didn't know anything about God or Jesus themselves. And everything I believe that my mother was taught or learned, she had more questions than answers. And so it was just easier for them to just leave that as it was and to never bring it up or discuss it. And again, they did their very best with us and they did a great job. But there was a lot of things throughout my childhood that were lacking. As soon as I was led to Jesus through literally a man in a parking lot, (laughs) I'll give you just a little bit of information on that. I was at this time in my life, I was 19. I was friends with this guy. He didn't have a car and we lived about 45 minutes from where we worked. And so I would get off of work and go sit in the parking lot of where he worked and waited for him to get off of work so that we could carpool together. So every night I would show up at this parking lot and I would wait out there for 45 minutes. Sometimes in like an hour and a half waiting. And there was always this guy that came out. He would get in his car and usually park somewhere close to where I was parked. And sometimes I'd have my windows down. I remember it being the summer. It was really warm outside and just kind of listening to music. And he would like wave at me or sometimes he would say hi to me or whatever. It was just very casual conversations, nothing big. And one night of nowhere, he just came up to me and said, hey, um, you're here again. And I was like, yeah, I'm here again. And he's like, well, do you have a few minutes? And I was like, yeah, I do. And he's like, well, would you be interested in leaving me over there on the grass? We could like hang out underneath those trees. I'd love to have a conversation with you. And to be honest with you, I didn't really think anything of it. I mean, this guy had been really friendly with me for probably, gosh, a few weeks now. So I was like, okay, cool. It's not like I have anything better to do. So I get out of the car. I go meet him sitting on the grass. And I loved that he didn't just get into any type of small talk. He just went right in for the question. And he said, do you know Jesus Christ? And I was like, "Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I know who he is. He's like, no, I mean, do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? And I was like, well, um, no. And I remember feeling nervous and scared and intimidated because I had no idea. I was presented with this question that I knew nothing about. I didn't know where the conversation was headed. I didn't know what he was going to ask me. And I remember in that moment, him just saying, all I need you to do right now is to have an open mind. And I was like, okay. I was like, all right, well, that I can do. And he proceeded to tell me, you mean a lot to God. And God wanted me to find you today and have this conversation with you. And at first I remember being like, oh, is this real? Is this true? I just, I had all these different emotions. And, and now knowing that was just the devil trying to keep me in a state of confusion and doubt. He didn't want me to find Jesus. And of course, obviously I accepted Jesus Christ into my heart and I began to go to church and I got baptized in this river and it was amazing. And all these things started happening in my life. And ideally every single part of me inside and out changed. And it was the most beautiful thing I've ever, ever had an opportunity to experience. And I'll share way more about that in future podcasts. But why I really want to talk to you is because I was thinking the other night after church, as I was watching my daughter's play, I was thinking about me at 12 years old. I was thinking about me at 12 years old. I had, I was 
very, very insecure with my body. I was very, very lost. I wanted to be cool and I wanted to fit in with friends. And so I remember just trying to change my personality or the way I dressed and things and just trying to fit in with different crowds of, of kids or people. And um, I remember just going through so many terrible thoughts of just doubt and confusions. And I was just so insecure. I, I felt like I was to blame for the situation that happened to me. And I didn't know what I had did. And I didn't talk to anybody about it because I was um, tricked into believing that it's what I wanted and that no one would believe me. I was just very incredibly lost. This was about the time where I really turned to food for comfort. I started eating a lot and it was just a vicious cycle. I've talked in previous podcasts about me being overweight, but this is really where all of this began for me. And so I was 12 and I'm watching my 12 year old and I'm just watching her and she's just confident and vibrant and just full of life. I was so, I'm so proud of the beautiful little people that both of my daughters have become. And it's all because of Jesus. And their confidence comes from Jesus and their confidence in knowing that they can stand on God's promises and that he always comes through. There's no empty promises. There's no, there's no manipulation. There's no lies. There's only truth. Jesus is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. And for my my daughters, both of my daughters to know that at such a young age and for them to be able to identify the enemy of the devil immediately as he tries to lie to them or to manipulate them or to trick them into believing something that they know is outside of God and the way they're able to stand up to him and rebuke him right then and there and literally just crush all those all those destructive thoughts that start creeping in and they're able to just say, you know what, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to leave. You're a liar, Satan. Nothing you say is true. I'm a child of God. And they're using the scripture and they're using the biblical teachings and the foundation that we've able been able to provide to them to be able to speak against the devil and to be able to take back their confidence, be able to stand in their truth. I cannot tell you how big of a difference it is to watch my 12-year-old daughter versus my 12-year-old self. The only difference between that, it's like, I don't love my daughters more than my parents love me. The difference is Jesus. That is the difference. And I had no idea that day when that gentleman was speaking to me, the day I decided to accept Jesus Christ into my heart and as my Lord and Savior, I had no idea that not only my life was going to radically change, but I was breaking generational curses that had been happening in my father's family for years. And that by me accepting the Lord as my savior and taking a leap of faith and walking with him, that my daughter's lives are now dramatically changed. And they will forever be changed and forever be different. Because of that one night where God sent just an ordinary person like you and me to save my life, to save my soul, and to not just save me, but to save my children and my grandchildren and generations and generations after this. I had no idea. And I just want to share with you today that it is available to all of you. 
that Jesus is just one decision away. That we're all able to come to him. There's no middleman. There's no nothing else. Just accepting Jesus Christ into your heart will change your life forever. And it will change so many other people's lives around you. It's so much bigger than just the one moment and the one decision. And I can't wait to just begin to share more and more with you about this in a future podcast. But right now, I just want to leave you with this. You're not alone. You are enough. You are capable. You are loved. You are chosen. God has amazing plans for you. All you have to do is ask Jesus to come into your heart and proclaim him as your king, as your savior. That's it. And watch all the rest of the pieces fall back to fall into place where there's no more empty spaces. There's no more things that you're not able to fulfill. You will be full for the rest of your life as long as you make that one decision. And it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. And it doesn't mean there's going to be, isn't going to be more trials and tribulations because there will be. But just know the battle has already been won. All you have to do is take the right step in the right direction. I'll leave you with that. God, I hope this helps you. Thank you.